When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. And hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another great episode. Today, we are talking all things freelancers and freelancing and just how to be your own boss with Lara Vandenberg, who is the founder and CEO of the platform Publicist, which is really cool. They help connect amazing communications and marketing talent to great agencies, companies, startups, everything between. And she breaks it down how she created this platform and everything they're up to and just the ins and outs and tricks that a freelancer would want to know, like how to price and how to get in the right contact and building community and all that stuff. So if you're interested and want to know more and just want to hear a great conversation from an amazing human, then you've come to the right place. So grab a snack, a blanket, whatever you have, and let's go. And Laura, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. This is going to be so fun. Long time no see since brand week. It's been a little minute. (laughs) It was such a fantastic week. I was honestly really impressed with just the conference overall and the the programming. And it's just so nice to be back in person. I know. Like, that's that's the one thing I've been enjoying, in-person events. Like, seeing people giving out cards make myself feel like an adult like all that stuff <laughs> do cards still exist i'm um i'm big on the linkedin people were scanning qr codes it's very modern i try to be but i don't know there's just something about like giving out like a business card where it just makes you feel like an adult where i'm just like even though i do have know that trick where it's like you scan the person's like linkedin thing that's what i do when i'm trying to like really like lose mm. some socks but like if i'm trying to be like I don't know, like really professional. I'm like, here's my card. And the people are like, what? You have cards? And it just like leads to a whole thing. No, I like it. (laughs) We stand. (laughs) But before we get into everything and how you came about, um, we have the first question, which is what the term young influential means to you. Yeah, look, it's a great question. Um, (laughs) 
I think age is a total superpower and it took me a while to really figure that out. So I think that a young influential means that you've identified how to own your strengths and what your superpowers are. And I think it's really important to know that age is also diversity. It's different perspectives. It's diversity of thought. And so I just think it's, um, I think once you've really honed that, that's what it means to be a young influential. And I'll tell a story which is quite funny. So five years ago, I applied for the Forbes under 30 list. And for my entire career, I think I had made it let on that I was a little bit older than I was. You know, there was no dates of birth on resumes. I finished university in Australia um, really quickly. And so when I made the list and when you make the list, you find out the same day that the whole world does. My first thought was, oh my God, not celebrating, but everyone's now going to know that I'm 26 years old. And that's a really, um, that's hard to grapple with looking back. Like it should have been this day of real pride. And I was like, oh my God, everyone's going to know how old I am. And so I think it was a bit of a, it was a bit of an inflection point for me that age is just such a it's a superpower and it's a strength. And when you really get comfortable in owning the narrative and being confident with perspectives, I think, I think it's epic. Yeah. That's like a thing that I feel like I did uh, like when I first started, I don't know why, but I felt like if you were younger, you were perceived as like, you don't know what you're talking about or like you're not experienced. And so I would always hide my age back then. And um, even to this day, I get like, if people ask like my like reflexes to be like, well, what do you think? And like a lot of people are like, Oh, you're, 23 or whatever and I just like will go with whatever answer they say because it used to be like kind of a shame where they're like oh like if you're like under 30 or doing a lot of stuff like you don't uh you don't really know what you're doing and you're just like talking versus like now we're seeing 17 year olds 18 people of all ages create businesses and do amazing stuff like you said like it is something to be celebrated in superpower because it doesn't mean you're limited to doing whatever and being successful at all. No, I completely agree. And I think, you know, the creator economy is, um, you know, completely amplifies that, that we see these teenagers making tens of millions of dollars and, and power to them. Like, honestly, I should have, I should have started my TikTok career doing like making, I don't know, a banana bread influencer. There's nobody doing that. <laughs> you, you and I both. Like, <laughs> we'll have to circle back on <laughs> But, um, leading into my next one, like we're, um, I know you've like, we'll get into like how you funded this cool platform, but did you come from like a creative background? Like, was there something you studied in school where you got this like entrepreneurial spirit? Like what kind of influenced you? So my influence was my dad. Um, he had a PR agency in Australia. And so from a really young age, I remember him um, even kind of like before computers, he would be walking up and down a room reading out a press release and I would be annotating and writing it down. And so I had such an incredible influence from him um, from a really young age and he'd take me to all of these events. And so by the time I was 18, I feel like I knew, you know, half the media circuit in Australia. And I always knew I wanted to get into the industry, but I had no idea how or where I'd end up. And so that was definitely my influence. And at college in Australia, I did a combined degree of international business and media and communications oh that's so well look at you just people who do double majors I'm like how do you have the time and like how do you balance social life with that like 
Well, you don't. <laughs> I was period of time. College in Australia is actually very different to the US. So at college, you know, it's a it's four years, often you move away. In Australia, it is people are working jobs on the side. There's less of that kind of culture. Um, I still lived at home while I, you know, it was a mile from my house. So it's, <laughs> it's a very different um, experience. Yeah, that's definitely easy because like trying to do a full like a full-time internship and all that stuff balancing and getting the experience they need you to have like it's just insane when you look back on it's like how how do you do that like how am I supposed to work full-time get five years experience all and before I'm turned 23 like that's impossible totally so we now come leading into the future where we're creating the platform publicist so like how did that idea come about was it like something that you were struggling with like when you first came about in your career that you were like, "Uh, this is missing or like what? Yeah. So my, so even during college, I started working at an agency in Australia and then moved over to the U S just before my 22nd birthday and ended up working for a large enterprise um, in New York. I then wanted to jump into, you know, high growth startups. And so I almost, you know, I feel like when you're interviewing at a startup, you're interviewing them almost more than they're interviewing you. Um, So I was at a beauty startup that went well and then a tech startup. So completely non-linear experience. But the pain point that I had no matter where I was in the industry was access to really premium comms, marketing, um, creative talent. It's really hard to access. And it's hard to access because the reliance on platforms like LinkedIn is sometimes lesser because you're sourcing from a passive Canada pool. Um, Half of our industry next year is going to work for themselves. Like 50% of creative and marketing talent is going to work for themselves. And that is a crazy thing to think about. It's millions and millions of people. Um, The other thing is it takes so long to hire someone. It's owned by everyone yet no one in corporate. Um, Staffing agencies have existed for a very long time, but no one's really building tech in and around them. And so at the same time, a lot of people were coming to me, both my friends that were working for themselves and then massive companies to small companies were saying, Lara, you know, please, who do you know who's an event manager or CMO? And so I was doing all of these kind of manual matching and I was like, how is there not a product? How is there not a marketplace verticalized for our industry, for premium talent that doesn't exist me, like spending all of my free time? (laughs) And so essentially what started was I took myself out of the equation and we built Publicist, which is now an online platform where brands and agencies can source, hire, pay and manage all of their external marketing workforce. And I feel like that's so true. Like whenever trying to hire some, it always takes, I don't even, this makes sense. It takes like a generation. And it's like, if this project needs to be executed in three months, we don't have two months to look, to spend looking for somebody. Like we need to hit the ground running and find somebody like now. (laughs) You're so right. And I mean, a lot of businesses and agencies, particularly agencies, they cannot grow if they don't have the right talent. So if they're pitching on a, you know, new client, they they don't know if they're going to win or not, but they need to upskill very, very quickly and sometimes bring on 50 people, you don't have any time to waste. And so what we've done on the platform is um, provided access to thousands and thousands of vetted marketers where you can see 
things like availability and no one's really solving for that. So every time talent logs into the platform, they need to indicate if they're freelance, they're fractional, they're temp to perm, are they available zero hours, 40 hours, just so um, we don't want to waste anyone's time. We want mm-hmm. talent to be looking at the best curated jobs of active buyers, essentially active clients. And then we want clients to be sourcing from an available vetted talent pool. And I feel like that's true because a lot of times like people will be like, oh, well, I like this person, but they're currently working on another project and they can only work from like five to seven on Tuesdays and we need somebody who's able. So it kind of cuts off that like middle cheddar where a lot of times you're going back and forth where it's like, hey, like, I know you said you can only work two hours on two, but do you think you can do three? Like that just cuts through the noise and just makes it simpler. No, and to your point, I feel like the advertising industry and the comms and the marketing industry for a long time has operated by word of mouth. So it's like, you know, do you know a podcast producer? Do you know a content marketer? But you've got no idea if they're available. or And so we've really tried to productize that um, through the platform. And like for client-wise, for those listening, like what types of clients? Is it like studios? Is it like, um, like can you... Honestly, you name it, it's Fortune 10 to startups that haven't even launched, to creative shops, to marketing agencies. Um, What we've really done is provided access to any company um, to be able to use us. And I think particularly for smaller companies, that's an access that they've never really had before. You know, you you know, particularly if you're not in the industry and say you founded a company and maybe you're technical, what's the first thing that you do? You Google, you know, PR shop or go to market strategy. And I'm sure some of the top agencies in the world that those companies probably can't afford. And so, you know, we've got price transparency on the platform where there's like a negotiation phase. Um, So we're really trying to make the process um, as seamless with all of the insights. You know, again, we don't want to waste anyone's time. We're here to save money, provide access to talent, and then, yeah, decrease time to hire. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. 
And I feel like even from like the talent side, like that makes it easier too, because I've met so many people now who are still doing their nine to five corporate jobs, but are also a graphic designer on the side. So they might want to do like a little small project here and there and maybe like available to work nights or weekends on or some like long-term projects. I feel like like these types of platforms are really cool for them too. Cause it's like, Oh, I can still get more experience and still do more things that I want to passionate about and want to do on my it, time. Exactly. And I think within the freelancing economy, a lot of people start freelancing on the side before they have honestly the confidence to sustain a full-time job that's more lucrative than working for a corporation. And so we see people take on side projects and build up their portfolios until they're like, okay, I'm ready to pull the trigger. And it's also great to join a platform because a lot of the scariness about becoming a full-time freelancer or contractor or solopreneur, whatever we want to call these incredible professionals is a lot of people don't know how to price themselves. Um, the administration involved from figuring out, you know, the tax forms to the contracts, to the payments, to everything that comes with running your own business. They're the tools that we've built in um, for freelancers to be able to do what they're really good at, which is the work. No, and that's so true about the pricing and the rate thing. Like, a lot of people don't know that a lot of people don't know how to do that because it's like, oh, yeah, I, I used to work for, say, Disney and I've worked for MGM and all these other cool companies. But now I'm on my own or I want to freelance, but I don't know really how much I should be charging for my work and stuff. And that's really cool that you guys offer that and all the text forms, too, because all that gets complicated, especially if you're like a recent student or somebody who's like, oh, I want, I'm like ready to start kind of freelancing, and getting more experience. Like, but I don't know where to get say the i9 form or whatever form and that the fact that you guys have it all together and kind of make it easier for them is yep. just like life-saving yeah exactly and then um the other thing that we do is we have these beautiful portfolios where people can upload their past works their bios references industries like organizational experience so if you only want to work for an agency you can indicate that or a brand or a publisher um and so yeah it's they're, they're very beautiful. I, lo I love alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there anything like specific that you guys do to really, because I know like Gen Z, they're saying that like our, there's a percentage that will never work for like a company or corporation for their careers. There's something specific that you guys really do to target Gen Z and millennials or those who are like, you know what, like I'd rather kind of take a step down the like freelance route or work for myself. I think the one the one downside that comes to freelancing, to be completely honest, is that lack of community. And so that's something that we're really focused on that Gen Zs and millennials really yearn for because, again, I am, you know, one of the world's biggest advocates of remote work and the future of work and working for yourself. Um, but having that, you know, water cooler chat or being able to upskill. And so we're really focused on a few things. One is community programming. Um, but the second is including as many resources on the platform as possible. So for example, we just spoke about pricing yourself. So we've got things like um, a rate calculator and you should be upping your price almost like every, at least every year, um, just the way the market is going, you've got more experience. And so both the community aspect, you know, we've got, um, kind of like built-in Slack groups and everything, and then the resources um, are really important, particularly to Gen Z. No, that's also really cool that you guys have the rate calculator thing and stuff like that. Because I feel like those are the types of resources that even those who are in the field 
we don't really know where to go to find those where it's like, how much should I be charging? Should I be upping it every two months, three months? Like, what is the right thing to do? And so I feel like having those portals and those hubs also just to know where to refer people to or just know where to go to also makes yourself useful in like double ways as a platform. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, back to pricing yourself, I think that it's great to have um, you know, whether it's an hourly rate or a project rate or a monthly rate, um, again, it's dependent on how the client wants to price or have pricing guidelines for the project. Um, but sometimes you'll lower your price to work with an incredible brand. And so, or if it's like more of a, you know, corporate, maybe you're up your price. And so having that flexibility as well is, is really important. And I know we talked about community for a minute, but do you guys do anything in regards to community? Like, um, I know a lot of, companies that are now trying to do like they're doing virtual meetups or stuff like that for people like do you guys do anything like that to kind of help people in their areas like get together yeah so we do a ton of like co-branded content with whether it's you know benefits or accountants for you know doing your taxes are you um an s corp are you an llc um other things we do in person we did one in new york recently we did like a free headshot day for all of our members in new york and that was amazing because a lot of people as we know don't have i feel like millennials and gen z's have arguably better headshots than you know those that, oh, that's fact. <laughs> <laughs> those that came before, unless it's a professional photo, but no one wants to spend three to five hundred dollars on getting professional headshots taken. So we're doing things like that, um, and then at conferences, we're doing meetups. So we'd love to do more, and I think that the industry is really getting back to um, in person. But you know, we were talking earlier today that we're going to do like a big um, planning meeting for all of our talent and how how they should plan their years into 23. So we've got a really amazing talent advocacy team um, that is just their job is to support and grow and nurture the current uh, talent on the platform. And um, speaking of like trends and stuff for 2023, do you guys <clears throat> have any projections for seeing like a particular area where you're, do you think like you're, we're going to start seeing more companies looking for freelancers or like uh, more freelancers entering? Cause I know we're entering into like a new economy structure and we're starting to see, like we've been talking about like more people working for themselves and stuff, but do you think like we're going to start seeing more companies going in like the freelance route versus the in-house route? Absolutely. Like I've been nodding the whole time you've been asking. <laughs> um, a couple of things. So, we are currently speaking to customers who currently have hiring freezes but are still working with us because contingent labour does not fit in that bucket. And so I think that's an incredibly positive sign as we think through 23. The other thing that's very interesting is LinkedIn put out a report um, comparing May of 21 to May of 22 and they saw an increase in 400% of marketing jobs posted to LinkedIn. Like, that's 4X. It was something like a 1.5 million jobs. So our category is growing. And the reason that the category is growing is honestly, the role of the chief marketing officer has grown. And I think what has happened five years ago, the CMO, the responsibility was, it was more of a functional leader. So they looked after brand, they looked after creative advertising, and then comms. And then fast forward to today, the CMO is a business critical leader that runs a PL. They're looking after analytics and insights, it's strategy, it's product adjacent. And so it's a really 
interesting time for our industry and it's growing so much. And what we're seeing is brands and even agencies are hiring generalists and then outsourcing all of the specialists. And we're in this massive trend of hyper-specialization and it just gets too expensive to hire Gen, uh, sorry, specialists full time. And so I think it's, you know, it's only going to completely boom from here. I don't know what the percent we'll see in a couple of years time, but next year it's targeted for 50. No, and that's so true because it's like if you need somebody who specifically specializes in making miniature sets for um, short form media, you really only need them for like maybe a few projects, not like for a full-time role and that person might want to be like oh I'd rather like still continue working with the people like that's not something I want to just do for uh, a CPG brand or such and such agency like that's something I want to like I want to be able to like work with whoever because a lot of these in-house places a lot of times they don't allow you to work with other people other clients or have that type of stuff so being able to kind of regulate your schedule and pick who you want to work with and be freelance gives you that flexibility too. And to wrap up my last question, what advice do you have for those who are like, okay, like you guys have talked about all this, this is cute, this is cool, but like, how do I get started with like finding the right, finding the right things to like uh, position myself as a freelancer? So I think that everyone in our industry probably has written a brief at some point in their life. And we write briefs all the time for clients or the companies we work for, but rarely do people write a brief for themselves. And why that is really important is you need to figure out who you are, what your brand stands for, how do you separate your business brand versus your personal brand, or maybe that's the same thing and that's okay. Um, What are you going to specialize in or are you going to be a generalist? And so I think it's really important to have a very clear point of view on who you are, who do you want to work with, um, what type of clients do you want? And I think that it seems scary in terms of everything we've spoken about. So, you know, pitching yourselves for one, uh, pricing yourselves, and then all of the admin and compliance. But there are places that now are solving for a lot of this. And so I think that maybe what five years ago was really, really daunting. There are now these landing pads for people to join, um, you know, to, to try it out. And as I have mentioned, I think if people are nervous to take the jump, freelancing on the side is great and a lot of people are very open to it before you you know go all in and I think and and the cool thing is I've talked to so many other people like that too been like no I'm still working my nine to five and I'm still running my business and I'm still freelancing so a lot of times like when people are like oh like I want to but I don't I'm kind of like we said I'm scared to take the risk whatever so I think it's okay if like you just if all you do is just launch your website and kind of spend the year figuring out like you said like what's my specialty what is it that I really want to focus on like that's completely okay yeah and I think talking about yourself the more you put it out there the more you know word of mouth still very much exists in in the industry and I think um rather than get it done perfectly just get it done just get it out the door and you know you'll come continue to iterate on what your brand and your business is over time. Amen to that. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you so much. This was so good. We have, uh, you, I learned so much stuff. Now I'm like, wow, I really need to get my, web- I really do need to get my website off the ground and a whole bunch of other stuff. So you've inspired me to start getting ready. <laughs> 
word. We, we can get you a um, template to write the brief about Colin Day. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for having me. This was great. Wow. How great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aarons, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.